1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance and the USA Wealth Group alongside Phil Paleologos. Get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. Can I hear a round of applause for a very, very special celebratory program coming your way this morning? Ray Lance, what is going on here? This is our fifth anniversary. Oh my gosh! On WBSM 1420 AM. And thank you, Peter. Thank you, Peter, for sharing that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our fifth anniversary of bringing you Money Wise every Sunday morning. So thank you so much for listening. We're going to have some fun today. We're going to talk about uh, a few things that are interesting. We're going to put a little bit of music in the show. And we're going to give you some top ten tips on everything from estate planning, what to put in your trust, how to, how to do social security planning, and a number of other topics, but we're going to do it in sort of abbreviated fashion. So for starters, we have attorney Tenny Lance with us this morning. Hey. Good attorney morning. Michael Coleman. Michael. Well, Good morning. How are you? We have Paula Stokes, who's our chief bottle washer hey, Paula. Ha, 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 and Good director morning. of first impressions oh. and so forth. Uh, Deb Broger is with us, our marketing director. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Deb. Jim Pelland. Hey, He's the Jim. Guy. Get real close, Jim. Good morning. <laughs> Jim's our guy who puts together a lot of the papers in the office and does some really important stuff. We have Peter Lance in the corner who's anxious to <laughs> probably say something. No, not really. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. And in the background, we have a, a, a guest. Uh, we have Brody Houtman. Come and yes. say hello, Brody. Uh, good morning. Brody was on with us last week. He was on with us recently to talk about cybersecurity. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have not all of our staff here, but we have a large number of our staff. So thank you for joining us this morning. We're going to celebrate our fifth anniversary on the airwaves at WBSM. And the good news, Phil, is this is the most listened-to show on the radio on Sunday mornings. And you know what? It does deserve applause. You make it that way because of the information you share with the community, Ray. Well, our goal for all of us, and it's really important that everyone know, it's not just me, it's not just Peter, it's not just Deb. It's a whole team of people here working at Lance Law Inc. and working at USA Wealth Group who work really hard to put together a lot of research and a lot of information each and every Sunday to do something to help improve your life. So let's get started. And, you know, we talk all the time about protecting people's assets. We talk about protecting people's money. So we have a few little shows, and we work really hard. So we're going to give you a little bit of musical interlude this morning also. Stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition, and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping. Out on the streets, the traffic starts jumping. With folks like me on the job from nine to five. So 
We don't work just nine to five, ladies and gentlemen. We work extra hours. And Mike, recently you had an appointment that took you well into the early evening. I was at the office until 7.15 last night, so yes. Good. And it was a productive Good. appointment, so I'm glad to do it. For a Saturday night, that was remarkable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, first of all, I appreciate uh, everybody who's uh, working with us and for us. And, you know, we are a team. We are a family. We have a lot of things to share. So, Paula, tell us quickly in a few words, um, what do you do in your family if somebody has an illness or a disability? What kind of things should somebody do to prepare if they're concerned about that? What kind of documents might maybe, maybe they should have in place? Well, the first thing I would recommend is them giving me or Jim a call at the office because we can schedule an appointment with you to discuss which documents may be best to be prepared. And how do they reach you? 508-998-8800. You can also reach me on email at info at lancelawinc.com. Good. And, and what kind of things do you work on in the office? Well, I basically help folks uh, schedule their initial appointments, figure out what type of an appointment may suit them best. I'll go ahead and send them the initial paperwork and ask them to bring in various documents that may exist already. And um, some intake forms, which are extremely important for the attorney when you have the appointment. And you've actually been working at the office for quite a while now, haven't you? How many years? Fifteen years today. Fifteen years. Wow. Yep. It's been a, it's been a blink. It went by that fast. It's been a blink. It's been a blessing. <laughs> uh, some days it's been a curse. Yes, I understand, and I feel <laughs> mutually the same. Believe me. <laughs> and Deb, let's have a, a quotation or two from you about sure. working or anniversaries or something like that, because sure. everybody's going to contribute to this show. Ray, if someone asks you if you are God, you say yes. <laughs> I always say yes. No, where is that quotation from? From Winston. From, from Winston? Winston. And who's Winston? Harry Winston? Oh, Harry Winston. Maybe. Oh, I thought it was from the Ghostbusters or something. It sounded like a Ghostbusters Oh, quotation. it was from the Ghostbusters. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, Deb is our quotemeister because Deb does a lot of work in helping to find a lot of the quotations that you hear ah. every week on the radio. Mm -hmm. So, Paula, back to you for just a minute. Let me ask you a couple of questions and get that mic up real close um, and pretend it's a big ice cream cone. I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, that Sorry. wasn't a good <laughs> analogy then. Well, pretend it's a banana. Okay, we'll go there. All right. <laughs> Now, this is why we have fun in the office. What are some of the kinds of documents that people ought to have if they're mm. concerned about being able to take care of a family member? Well, first and foremost, you want to be able to have some medical directives that'll have an agent named if there is a reason why you're incapacitated or unable to make medical decisions on your own. You want to have a health care proxy, a power of attorney, and a living will and a HIPAA form. And these are the very four basic things that you should do, minus a trust, which depends, you know. Okay. So what does what the power the of attorney is. do? What, why is that an important document? Power of attorney helps name an agent who can act on your behalf if you cannot, um, as far as real property is concerned, as far as banking. Um, if you are in the hospital and you're unable to pay your bills, you've named someone that can now go to the bank on your behalf and mm -hmm. pay your bills. And what does a health care proxy do? 
Healthcare proxy is also an agent who is named, who's someone you want to um, trust completely with your body. Because if you have to have someone make medical decisions on your behalf, this is the agent that would do it. Tandy, say the word body for me. Body? Usually she says it like it's a nasty word or something like that. So I just wanted to hear her say body on the telephone. I don't know so, what you mean. Say, helping to take care of your body. Helping to take care of your body. Sounds like a good commercial to me. Yeah. It was, yes. All right. And Deb, feel free to throw in a quotation anytime you want and just speak nicely into the microphone. Sure. I always give 100%. 13% on Monday, 22 Tuesday, 26 Wednesday, 35 Thursday, and 4% Friday. Boy, that sounds right, doesn't it? <laughs> Deb, Deb, does the, Deb does the Friday dance, though. The Friday dance? Oh, yeah. Oh, I never saw the Friday dance. Yeah, let's, let's have a little song here, because we deal with people's money all the time, and as well as their bodies. So do we have some music about... Money, we could talk about. Money. Money makes the world go round, the world go round, the world go round. Money makes the world go round, it makes the world go round. A marker in a buck or a pound, a marker in a buck or a pound. is all that makes the world go round, the clinking, clanking sound can make the world go round. So, Michael Coleman, attorney Michael Coleman, for 10 cents, yeah. where is that song from? Cabaret. Oh, all right. Gosh. You know it. We talked about it on the way here. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks. I, I have no idea where, what that was from, so you, I was wondering how you knew. But Peter, have you, seen, have you seen the movie Cabaret, Pete? I not only have not seen it, I think I've only heard it in passing oh. once or twice. <laughs> oh, Liza Minnelli, it's wonderful. It's an That's outstanding right. movie. You yes. would absolutely enjoy it. You're going to see the movie Cabaret. Oh, yeah. It's an oldie and but goodie. Mike, that's a date. You and I. <laughs> now, Mike has already seen You're it. You're on. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about some of the things that you do, Attorney Michael Coleman. Okay. What kind of things do you do in the office that you can give us some Top 10 reasons for why people should do an estate plan, perhaps. Yeah, we do estate planning, so I'm going to talk about some of the reasons to do that. Uh, one of those would be to avoid going through probate, both living probate and death probate. If you do a trust or if you have the right documents in place, you can avoid probate altogether. So that's really important to do that. And probate is sort of a dirty word, isn't it? It is, yep. Yeah. There's a living probate and a death probate. It can be costly. It can be time-consuming. It's you know, it's something that can be avoided if you have the right documents in place. Why do you think people don't do estate planning? Um, some people procrastinate. Some people don't know what to do. They don't want to think about death and nursing homes and taxes and those things. So it's something that people just put off. And what I can tell you is that every single person in this room from the law firm or from USA Wealth Group, has done their estate planning. That's right. And they've done their estate planning documents mm -hmm. because you have to practice what you preach, and it's actually a condition of employment. And you don't even have to pay for it. It's a fringe benefit. Yeah, so why not do it? <laughs> actually, it's a condition of employment. Everybody has to have their estate plan in place because it is that important. So um, what are some of the kinds of reasons? What if somebody has people in their family who have special needs... 
Yeah, that's certainly something that we deal with uh, often. We can do a trust that contains special needs language. So instead of distributing assets out of a trust to someone on government benefits and thereby possibly interrupting their benefits, mm -hmm. you can hold assets in a trust and only use them for health or education or maintenance, support, those situations. But isn't really the ultimate reason the fact that you want to keep as much as possible for your family you want to keep your assets in your family. Exactly. And if you don't do planning, then you're not going to be able to do that. You're going to exactly. lose money. That's another thing I could talk about, keeping assets in the family. Sometimes there's, there could be a daughter-in-law or a son-in-law that you don't want to get assets. So you can have provisions in a trust to prevent that from happening. Okay. So it's one way to pass it to children, grandchildren. Or if you have important. a child that might get divorced or something of exactly. that nature, you want exactly. to be able to uh, protect that situation. What about family fights? Did you ever see any family fights or family feuds? Unfortunately, it happens um, all the time. Again, assets can be held in trust, so they're not distributed. If there's a fight going on, there are certain reasons given in a trust for a trustee to hold assets back. So I wonder how many people listening today have a family member that they really don't care about very much. <laughs> Probably I'm most sure, everybody, yeah, huh? There could be a few out there. Yeah. Yep. You can, uh, you can pick your friends, but you can't pick your family, as mm -hmm. they say. Yeah. Or as Deb would say, No man goes before his time unless the boss leaves early. <laughs> That's Groucho Mach. Truer <laughs> words like have never been spoken. <laughs> or as I like to say to Tenny, don't stand in the hallway at 5 o'clock if you don't want to get run over. <laughs> right? So, Mike, what else can we talk about for top 10 reasons why people should do estate planning? We can talk about estate taxes. Uh, here in Massachusetts, there is an estate tax. Uh, the exemption is $1 million. So if you get over a $1 million, including real estate and life insurance and all IRAs. Others, yeah, IRAs, you're going to have an estate tax. So by doing a trust, you can help manage that, that estate tax. So that's something that we do quite often. And okay. that is important. It can save people a lot of money. And as you said, pass assets down to family members. Or in other words, if you do some planning, then you don't have to give money up to the government necessarily. Exactly. You can keep it all for your family instead. Exactly. Well, that's a good reason. Um, how about just plain old relief and peace of mind? If you know that your affairs in order, then... Yeah, we go through this all the time. We have clients come in and do an estate plan. And even though it took them a little while and maybe they were nervous about it, uh, we can also know that they leave with peace of mind they're always they always say it's a burden off their shoulders when they leave there they're happy to get it done they feel like they've just had a vacation is what they tell me mm -hmm. they oh, feel like they've had a vacation that's a good way to put it yeah. now what about if somebody has young kids isn't that also an important reason young kids you want to name guardians and conservators in a will so mm -hmm. definitely it's it's something that should be done if you don't do that there could be a possible guardianship process in, in probate court or conservatorship, and anyone can petition the court to be appointed a guardian of your child. So, so in other words, you could, have, you could have somebody else named to take care of your kids that exactly. you never really wanted to take care of the kids. Exactly. So you get to make your own choice if you do planning. Right. Okay. Well, I like the idea of the family fights and the family feuds. Uh, Tenny, Attorney Tenny Lance, have you ever seen uh, family feuds and family fights? Far too often, unfortunately. What are they fighting about? Oh, gosh. I had a call this past week from somebody who is um, living in the parents' home and has, has taken care of the parents for a long while. Now the family is upset because uh, she's using family money to pay for the utilities. Um, it's just they fight about anything and everything. They fight 
I had a lady once with her daughter in the office fighting about the yellow chair in the living room and who was going to get it. Oh, that but damn really, yellow chair. <laughs> but really, in the end, isn't it always about money in some fashion? Money or goods, yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, you don't want to gamble with your uh, family. You don't want to gamble with your life. You don't want to gamble with your money, do we? On a warm summer's evening On a train bound for nowhere I met up with a gambler We were both too tired to sleep So we took turns of staring Out the window at the darkness The boredom overtook us And he began to speak He said, son, I've made a life Out of reading people's faces and Knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of aces For a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bombed a cigarette And asked me for a light And the night got deathly quiet and his face lost all expression Said if you're gonna play the game, boy You gotta learn to play it right You got to know when to hold them Know when to fold them Know when to walk away And know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for counting When the dealing's done well, that was Ray Lance singing The Gambler. Nice voice. <laughs> good try. Very nice voice. You have a good voice, but not that good. No. Actually, that's a great song. It's one of my all-time favorite songs. And um, as one of our helpers here just said, Jason, now you're going to be singing this song all day long if you've been listening. But we don't want you to gamble, do we, Michael? We want you to make a plan. We want you to look out for your family and make sure that things are going to go the way you want them to go. Right. Get it in writing. Make sure you have everything you want it to be uh, the way you want it to be. Our revocable trusts are amendable and revocable. You can change them over time. So if something should happen, if the laws changed or if your beneficiaries change, you can always make a change to it. So, yeah, get it in writing. Come in. Make an appointment with us. I uh, would be happy to meet with you. Okay. So I'm going to ask Tenny, Attorney Tenny Lance, a couple of quick questions about, oh, protecting your home and Medicaid planning, because you don't want to gamble with your home. You don't want to gamble with your assets. You don't want to take a gamble, I guess, that something's going to happen where somebody in your family might end up in a nursing home. So what can we do, Tenny? Well, I've got my 10 top tips here. First of all is do something. For goodness sake, don't procrastinate any longer. The second tip is do something now, because if you want to protect your home, you have to have five years before you might consider a nursing home in your uh, immediate plans. Another thing to do would be to consider an irrevocable trust for the house, and without getting into a lot of details, that's a way of making sure that your trust after, I mean that your house after five years, is protected from a nursing home. Or as you like to say sometimes, if you plan early enough, if, if nursing home concern is your number one concern, 
is something you can do, especially if you've got at least five years to plan. Yes, and in some cases, you can do things even without the five years. For example, if you are married, you can always transfer the house to the sole ownership of the spouse. And at that point, the, there is no uh, recovery against the house. This is all pretty technical stuff. I was so. going to say, that gets a little bit complicated, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. What about a homestead? Mike, let me switch back to you for a minute. Attorney Mike Coleman, can you put a homestead on and protect your house from the nursing home? The homestead does not protect from the nursing home, but it's a good thing to do anyway. Uh, homestead protects from creditors. If you get sued, if you're in a, in a car accident out there and someone sues you, you have that protection and the equity that you've built up in the house. So it's only $35 to record that at the registry, so it's certainly worth doing. So is it safe to say that if you own a house and you don't have a homestead on it, you're crazy, you're nuts. Yeah, exactly. For only $35, there is some automatic protection, but you get a huge step up in the amount of protection that you get if you record that okay, with a registry. What does it mean by automatic protection? Is there such a thing as an automatic homestead? There is. Every person in Massachusetts has $125,000 in protection under the homestead laws. If you do a homestead and you record it with a registry, you get a step up to 250000 mm-hmm. And if you're over 62, that goes up to $500,000 in protection. So that means so. if if you're, if you're really old because you're over 62, you're elderly. people yeah. like Phil, you could get probably a lot of homestead protection. I, could, I was thinking a couple of million at least. <laughs> now, what, what about folks who uh, want to go into assisted living? Do they need to come by and see your guidance for assisted living? Absolutely. You need to have documents in place. That was my tip number uh, six, in fact, because (laughs) you need to have your durable powers of attorney in place, your health care documents. You want to have some sort of uh, estate plan like a trust or a will. And uh, yes, absolutely, you need that if you go into assisted living. And sometimes somebody might be in assisted living even out of state, and you might be able to help them if they have documents. But if you don't have documents, then you can't uh, protect them at all, can you? That's right. So nursing home protection, um, I know a lot of people are concerned about that, Tenny. And are there some things that we can do to help with um, protecting assets other than the home? Can you put financial assets, for example, into an irrevocable trust? You absolutely can do that. We've had people do that. It isn't as common as putting the house into the trust because once the asset is in that trust, it's protected from the nursing home, but it's also protected from you. You can't get access to that asset any longer, but it is protected for your family, and it can go down to your beneficiaries. Okay, so what else is on your top 10 list of things that we should look at and think about? You could consider doing a reverse mortgage. Uh, with a reverse mortgage, you're going to have uh, a lot of the equity used up to give you a means of staying in your own house or being comfortable. Um, and so with a reverse mortgage, there is very little that the estate will have to recover against. Again, very complicated and tough to explain quickly, but a reverse mortgage is a good alternative. You could consider a life estate deed. Not something that we do a lot of because of the complications related to that, but people do do that. You can gift the house to children, for example. Again, we do not recommend that, but it's a possibility. Lots of things you can do. Make sure you have five years of time. 
Well, we are blessed this morning to have most of the office staff from Lance Law, Inc. and from USA Wealth Group with us. We're going to be talking about some top 10 tips and top 5 tips and things you should think about as we celebrate our 5th anniversary on the radio. So we'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to MoneyWise, brought to you every Sunday by USA Wealth Group. You can visit us at usawealthgroup.com. You can call us at 508-998-8858. And Peter has just embedded himself into the styrofoam sound insulation here, so we're going to have to peel him off the wall. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> oh, Pete, you are the baby. We are, we are celebrating our fifth anniversary on the radio. Congratulations. And we've been talking with attorney Michael Coleman and attorney Tenny Lance. I would like to hear something from Jim Pelland, who's Why not? Who's a gentleman who does a lot of the document production in the office and yes. lots of other things. And he always has opinions about things. And he's he's a great help in the office. And he's very Thank witty. Thank you very much. So appreciate it. Jim, that. I understand you're a singer also. Uh, yeah, but not today. No, not today? No. <laughs> what kind of songs do you like to sing? I like to sing classic rock songs, basically. Okay. Um, some oldies. Some, I'm a big Frankie Valley fan. Okay. Uh, big Jersey Boys kind of guy. Jersey Boys is a great show. Yes. Yeah. So, good. Well, Jim, you're going to ask, uh, you're going to talk to us a little bit about top 10 things, something. Top 10 ways to fund a trust. To fund your trust. That doesn't mean to have fun with your trust. No. It means to... Put money into money your trust into to fund, F-U-N-D, the trust. So what are the top 10 things that you should put in the trust? And I'm going to also ask you, what are some of the things you should not put into your trust? Ah, number 10, the number 10 thing to put into your trust is a life insurance policy. Okay. Um, you can do this by listing the trust as a beneficiary. All right. Or by doing a, a irrevocable life insurance trust and transferring ownership in the name of the what we call the acronym for it is ILIT. Okay, Irrevocable Life Insurance Trust. Correct. I actually have one of those, and so does Tenny, and so does Peter and his wife. And it's a good way to own life insurance because creditors can't get at it because it's not going to be part of your estate and lots of other reasons. What else? Um, number nine is limited partnerships. Um, this can be done by transferring one's interest in the partnership into the trust. So if you have a limited partnership, you can put the partnership interest into the trust. You know, you're going backwards like Johnny Carson That's used right. to do. So I understand. I'm getting this now. So go ahead. What's okay. number eight? Number eight is U.S. savings bonds. Um, yes. This, this can be done. This can be. These can be put into a trust. There's a special form, a treasury form, that needs to be filled out. Um, but it's, it's basically beneficial to do that. Okay. So backing up just a little bit, in order to fund the trust, put money into the trust assets, and you have to have the trust done first, obviously. Obviously, yes. But then you want to get your assets into the name of the trust. What's number seven? Number seven is bearer bonds. Bearer bonds? Bearer bonds. B-E-A-R-E-R. Bearer bonds. These are naked bonds for the uninitiated. That's right. Sorry, Jim. That's okay. That's number six. Number six is stocks and bonds. Very important to put okay. your stocks and bonds. Yeah, you don't want to own. If you do a trust, you don't want to own your stocks and bonds or mutual funds individually. You no. want to change the name into the name of the trust. Right. And you can help give guidance on that, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Actually, the office can and I can. And, okay. Um, I don't <clears throat> give advice, but I can 
guide them. That's correct. Guidance is the right word. Good. I try to have the right word. Mike looks like he's about to say something significant here. When we do a trust, we always um, provide the clients with what's called a funding instructions document. So we talk about funding the trust when the clients are in the office, and we also provide them something in writing talking about how to get assets into the trust. I was thinking, Mike, you should rephrase that document. You should call it how to have fun when funding your trust. All right. I'll, we could do that. See, we could work on yeah. that. Give you that idea. So, all right, what's number five or four? I've lost track yet. We're on number five. So excited. Number five is uh, vehicles. You can put your vehicle in a trust by changing the title to the name of the trust. Okay. Um, number four, personal property, i.e. jewelry, antiques. Jewelry, tools, things of that Furniture. Nature. Furniture. You know, coin collections, things of that nature. Gold bullion. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know anybody who has any gold bullion other than the... <laughs> government but what's number three number three is investment accounts okay so if you have a brokerage account for example at a stock brokerage firm um, you you definitely want to change the name of that what's number two number two is bank accounts which almost everybody has yep. everybody should have so a bank account clearly ought to be in the name of your trust i'm holding my breath I, can i have a drum roll a drum roll <laughs> the number one way to top to fund your trust real estate Oh, real estate. Oh, I thought this was going to be a joke. No, it's real estate. <laughs> it is real estate. It's not quite the Letterman Top Ten, but it'll do. Oh, it's going to have to do it. <laughs> definitely and, real estate. So what should you not put in your trust? Um, one of the things you, that you should not put into your trust are IRAs. Right. Um, they're individual accounts, and they haven't paid tax yet. So, okay. Um, transferring them might... Uh, make them taxable, and we don't want to do that. Okay, so Paula, did you bring the gold stars from the office? No, but I'll get them. So we can we, we can put a gold star on Jim's forehead. Oh, thank oh, you, thank Jim. you very I'll much. Give him 10. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> so putting your assets into the name of your trust <clears throat> is very important. So Peter, since you're having a good time back here dancing around and causing havoc. Why don't you say a few I'm words? I'm taking is... pictures to memorialize this uh, occasion. Aww. So this is Peter Lance, who has a lot of expertise. His mind isn't fully here today, but hopefully his tongue is. So let's talk a little bit, Peter, about what you're going to talk about. <laughs> you have the oddest things come out of your mouth sometimes. I do have to say before, uh, I think that we're, we're done with Jim's top ten, but I have to say that Jim is my favorite person in the office to go back and forth with movie quotes. Oh, yeah. All day long. Almost daily we go Give back and forth. Quote. And we've seen almost every movie, I think, between the two of us except for Cabaret. Yeah, well, yeah, Cabaret. I don't think I've seen the whole thing, actually. <laughs> you haven't seen Lawrence of Arabia also? Yes, which I is, have. You, oh, you forced have? me to watch that okay. when I was like 10. If you ever come into the office, ask Jim to do the Scarface dance. <laughs> Scarface dance. I'm Scarface. not sure I want to visualize that. <laughs> no, it looks like I quit. Uh, I could do a whole wrong show on Scarface. Glue. <laughs> so give us a quote from one of the movies, a Godfather quote or something. Or... Uh, let's see. You make him an, yeah, that's one of the more popular ones, make him an offer he can't refuse. We're good um, with the airplane about, uh, and bend down and kiss my ring. No, how about um, grab the gun, take the cannoli? <laughs> <laughs> All right. After Paulie gets, gets whacked. Okay. <laughs> Jim, you're going to have to think of a couple mothers, a couple of us, make a couple of notes. We're going to get some more quotes from you before this show is over. All early. right. So, Peter, you're going to talk to us a little bit about why it's important to have life insurance, annuities, and reverse mortgages. You've got two minutes. Okay. Buckle up, everyone, and uh, 
Hang on. Uh, I actually don't have any agenda in front of me, but life insurance is something that I talk about almost every show. I think that it is probably the most important financial tool that you can use uh, to protect your family and your loved ones. And you're in the middle of doing some life insurance policies for yourself and your wife right now, right? I am, and it's not why? as why painful as people expect that but it why, is. Why are you doing that? To protect my three children and my wife should anything okay. happen to me. All right. Thank you. I sort of wanted to hear you say. And that's why we do life insurance. Life insurance is for, te- for protection. We also can do it for college funding, believe it or not, and the, the buildup and value inside of a life insurance policy. There's so many different uses for life insurance, and people think life insurance and they think of their own mortality or they think of boring life insurance conferences, but it's actually really exciting if you realize how many different types of life insurance there are and it's the uses creative. for it. And very creative. You can create a bigger estate for yourself if you have excess money when you retire that you don't need to spend on your your lifestyle and your budget. There's some people um, that you've helped out who wanted to leave money to a charitable organization, and yep. instead of leaving a hundred thousand, they put that hundred thousand dollars into a life insurance policy. So when they died, they're now going to leave. Uh, I think it's like a half a million dollars instead of a hundred thousand, and it's all tax free. And who should do reverse mortgages, <clears throat> for example? What is a reverse mortgage? Uh, well, let me just finish with the life insurance uh, okay, first of all. Uh, you actually got me out. The, oh, we were going to talk about the uh, college funding. You you mentioned that briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have college funding with uh, a life insurance policy, you do not have to show that on a FAFSA form, on a financial aid form. So you don't have to disclose the cash value inside of a life insurance policy um, uh, with your financial aid form. Uh, whereas other college funding, uh, you do have to disclose that, and it might disqualify you or qualify you for something less. You might have a grandparent take out a life insurance policy on a younger person. They can build up cash value that way, and they, the child doesn't own the policy. Exactly, and if for some reason that child decides not to go to college, there's no penalties for not using it, whereas there could be with some other college funding plans. Like um, so, yep. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Uh, so reverse mortgages, basically reverse mortgages used to have um, – sort of a bad rep and there was a good reason for that there was a call date with reverse mortgages back in the 80s where if you didn't pay the reverse mortgage money back then the bank could actually take your home now the only way that a bank could take your home is if you don't pay your insurance and you don't um, keep up with your taxes so that old kind of reverse mortgage doesn't exist any longer uh, no, it does not. So okay. that, uh, the reverse mortgages had a bad rep, and for a very good reason. Today's reverse mortgages, you cannot lose your home unless you do not pay your taxes or your insurance. And I know you have to be at least 62 years of age to do a reverse mortgage. So, Phil, you're eligible, for example. I am? Yes. <laughs> you're at least when, when do I get my first check? <laughs> Keep talking about his age. I see him grabbing a baseball bat. <laughs> well, let me put aside my walker over here. What what you say? <laughs> no, but a lot of people think that it's a step of last resort, and sometimes it is, but we've got so many success stories we can share. If you ever have any interest, give us a call at 508-998-8858. We have saved people's houses. We had a lady who retired from the state of Massachusetts, and I don't know why, but for some reason, they weren't going to give her her first retirement check until five months after her date of retirement. Just nuts. And basically, anyone 62 and older can qualify for a reverse mortgage. That doesn't mean that it's necessarily right for you, but that's why it's important to sit down and meet with us because there are some cases where people think that they need a reverse mortgage or want a reverse mortgage, and we might say, you're not really a candidate for that because you have all these other assets. You don't need to do it. Yeah. Well, briefly back to this quick story about this lady who uh, was just retired from the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. 
she actually had talked to a real estate broker and was going to put her house on the market and sell it because she didn't have enough uh, back resources to support herself for five months. She was going to sell her house. And I said, where, where, where are you going to live? And she says, I'm going to rent a, a, an apartment in New Bedford. What are you going to pay? It's going to be about $1,100 a month for a two-bedroom apartment. And that's the amount of money on your first mortgage that you're paying right now. I said, you could do a reverse mortgage fairly quickly, get a credit line, pay off your first mortgage, save yourself $1,100 a month mortgage payment, and have a, an equity line that you can draw upon until your, pe- your pension check starts. And she, and she did that. home, correct? Wow. Yeah, and she stayed her home. She kept her home. She says, no, I love my home. That's one of many people that have stories like that that we've helped. Well, it's interesting. Over five years, we're celebrating our fifth anniversary on the air. Share with us a story of doing what you do best every week, Ray. Share with us a story of helping protect somebody. Well, there's so many. Um, I've helped people sell their property. Uh, We've helped people. I'll give you a good example. I had a gentleman on Martha's Vineyard. He was in the business of buying houses and selling houses. He would buy a couple of houses, fix them up, sell them, make a profit. That's how he made his living. And he actually uh, flew his own plane over from the vineyard to New Bedford. I met him and picked him up because at the time he had a fair amount of money. And we talked to him about buying a life insurance policy. He took out a $1 million term life insurance policy on his life. And then the real estate market crashed, and basically everything that he had acquired went back into the houses. He lost the houses. And then at a very young age, at I would say roughly 67, he developed Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS, and there's no cure for that. And he died, and when he died, under the age of 70, um, the real estate was pretty much gone. Uh, We helped his wife to wrap up the remaining property, basically at a loss or just to get rid of it. And the only single asset that he had that she ended up with was a $1 million policy that he took out before he became unhealthy. And she was so grateful, and we saved her life, basically. Yep. And that's, that's a great story, and I recall that um, and think of it often when I talk about life insurance. Uh, but just think of the multitude of people that we helped uh, back in 2008 uh, who came in literally giving us hugs because they didn't lose, you know, 40% of their retirement um, yep. in the That's market when it... conservative investing. We, you do a lot of work, uh, Peter, with uh, indexed annuities where the principal is protected and there's no market risk. Looks like you need a bathroom break or something. <laughs> I'm holding an empty water bottle. I'm going to get water. I'm going right. to, oh. to intake, not outtake. Okay. Well, please rejoin us in just a few moments, Peter. Sorry about that. You look like you were in pain, so I wasn't sure what was going on. We can talk also about the the kinds of uh, people that we help over on the law side. Um, Had a couple, and the man had dementia and had to go into a nursing facility. So we transferred the house from both of the spouse members to just the wife. And then when she uh, eventually ended up with the house, she needed to go into assisted living herself. So she could then sell the house. She had the documents to be able to sign her husband's name as agent. She could sell the house, take that money, go into assisted living, and use the funds from the sale to support herself in assisted living. All those kinds of um, 
of stories are just they they warm our hearts. We we literally have, uh, and I mean this literally, thousands of stories to tell about helping people and. How many times have I said this at a staff meeting? We're not just here as an operation to make money. We're here to help people, and that's our first goal always. And how do people reach you? But it's fun to talk about mm-hmm. money. Money, money, money. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's gonna pay. There's a million dollar man. Always it's his way. <laughs> money, 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 money. We want you, ladies and gentlemen, to be a million dollar man or a million dollar woman. But not everybody can be. What are you going to say, Peter? I was going to say, unfortunately, our budget for songs is not much but pennies. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that really important moment, Peter. We really appreciate it. Ray, how do people reach you? Oh, they, get, they can reach us by calling us at 508-998-8858. How do they reach you, Tenny? 508-998-8800. Uh, Deb, let's throw in a quote here about working or something. we get got to lighten the sure. mood here. Work is the greatest thing in the world, so we should always save some of it for tomorrow. There you go. Boy, that's a philosophy, isn't it, if I ever heard one? Yeah, who said that's that? That's by Don Harold. Don Harold. Don't we have any Mark Twain quotes or somebody that I love, we know? I love your quotes, by the way, Deb. Congratulations. Oh, I have a Mark Twain just for you, right? Oh, sure. I do not like work even when someone else does it. <laughs> you know, we spend a lot of time every week, uh, ladies and gentlemen, putting together research and materials for the show. We actually put a lot of time into what goes on behind the scenes. And Deb is my right-hand person to help me. We'll talk about topics ahead of time. What should we talk about next week or the week after? Who should we have on as a guest? We have to line up guests when we do. Um, Brody's going to step up to the microphone again and give us a quick tip or two about protecting Brody. How do you protect your cell phone from free public Wi-Fi? What should they do? Uh, You should always invest in getting a VPN, which is a virtual private network. And how do they do that? They go into their apps on their cell phone? Um, yeah, you look up which type of VPN fits you best, and then you go ahead and you buy a subscription for a year or more. You should all, everybody should have one. In other words, you should never go into a public place like an airport or Hawthorne Medical or any place else where they have free Wi-Fi and immediately tap into the free Wi-Fi. Absolutely. You're susceptible right away. So, and not only could they look at what you're doing, but they could get into your other records as well. Yep. How about this one, Brody? Did you know that somebody could drive up to your office location and park outside the office and tap into what you're doing on the computer? They can park in your parking lot innocently and find out what's going on with your computer. So you have to have your computers protected, too. Yep, absolutely. You need antivirus. You need uh, anti-malware. Anything you can can do to protect yourself, uh, you never want to go without security. Okay. And I'm going to say a few words, uh, sort of top 10 tips, if you will, or top five tips, however many I can think of. Nothing's written down today for me. Uh, About your IRAs and your 401ks. We were talking last week about the fact that 
Sears Roebuck, which we've all known for a while, is in serious trouble. They just lost $600 million in the most recent quarter. Uh, and now it's questionable about how long they, uh, Sears and Kmart, can continue. And I'm not saying anything that people don't know about. Uh, everybody's buying products online today, and it's hard to compete. So if you happen to be working for Sears Roebuck and you have a 401k account or something of that nature, uh, give us a call at 508-998-8858, and we'll show you some other things that you can do to protect your money and maybe move it um, before you know something worse might happen. There's a lot of things you can do with your IRA account. So here's number one tip. Make sure you know who your beneficiaries are. And if you don't know who your beneficiaries are, you can simply get a new beneficiary form, fill it out all over again, and send it into your company. Or make an appointment to come see me or Peter and sit down with us, and we'll help you do that. There's no charge to do that. Secondly, make sure... Go ahead, Mike. I'll just say if there aren't any beneficiaries listed in an IRA or a life insurance policy, you might be going through a probate. Yeah. So that's a big deal to then, do that. It's easy to fill out a new form, yep, like good you point. said. So it's a good thing to do. Then it becomes your state, and your state is defined by going through probate. And we talk about this all the time, but the reason to do that, and you should really, you know, there's certain things throughout the year that remind you you're supposed to check on things. For example, Halloween, you're supposed to check your smoke detectors and make sure your batteries are up to date. But at least once a year, you should check all of your beneficiaries and all of your different uh, retirement accounts to make sure that they're up to date because life happens, things change, people get divorced, pe people pass away, babies are born, all kinds of things happen. It's a miracle. It's a magic how that happens. <clears throat> well, in any event, it's not just Halloween when you change your smoke detector batteries. It's when daylight savings time changes in the spring and fall, which has happened not too long ago. Check. Don't just check the batteries. Throw them away. Yeah, I, I mean, I used to in. check them, but now every single fall... Uh, when the clocks change, I, I don't even bother to check the batteries. I just take them, throw them out, and put new ones in. So, Peter, if, if, um, for folks who don't know, is a uh, volunteer on-call fireman for the town of Dartmouth, District 1. And you know yourself, because you've been to some calls, sometimes you don't just test your batteries and see if they work, because what if it fails a month later? It's cheap dollars to protect your family. Just well, take just the batteries it. out and put Batter new ones in. Batteries aren't cheap, but when you think about what they can do to save your life or, you know, your children's lives, you know, what's the value of that? What's the cost of that? Totally worth it. Uh, the, you know, I also do real estate, a real estate broker, and I can't tell you how many homes I've gone into and seen the smoke detectors open with no batteries inside. They're not working. They're not even on. So I want to come back and just give you a couple of really quick tips. The second most important tip is that if you retire from a company and you have a 401k or you might have a 403b or a 457 if you're working for a government or a hospital group, uh, we see this all the time, Pete. People leave, they retire, and they leave their accounts in 401ks and 403bs. You don't want to do that. You want to roll it out into an IRA. We can show you how to do that. We can help you with it. We can suggest, suggest some good places to put it. We helped somebody recently do that, and it took a while because she had let it sit there and 25 years after she left that job. So 25 years, it was a lot of paperwork to go back and try to find. Yep. So we're going to wrap up here really shortly. And I want to basically say uh, thank you to uh, Brody and Jim and Paula and Mike and Deb and Tenny and Peter 
for being here today and helping us celebrate our fifth anniversary. And to Jason and Phil for adding some life to our group. We're going to put one other song on that I want you to hear. How many times have you heard someone say, if I had his money, I could do things my way. But little they know that it's so hard to find one rich man in ten with the satisfied mind. Once I was waiting in fortune and fame, everything that I've dreamed for to get a start in life's but suddenly it happened. So I just wanted to share with you a little bit of this song called A Satisfied Mind. And it's a country song, and I'm a real country music fan. And I want you to know that in the studio, it's too bad you can't see what's going on in the studio <laughs> because Peter and Phil were dancing together, really making fun of me because my like my love for country music. <laughs> but we'd like to have uh, a big thank you and shout out to you for listening to our fifth anniversary show um, for five years it's been our special privilege to bring you information that will help your family and maybe make you uh, aware of some things that are going to make a big difference in your family's life that's what they do at lance law inc that's what we do at usa wealth group we're here first of all to serve you uh, we've got a lot of free reports we're happy to bring you and most importantly we see people all the time who say listen to the show every week so for all of you special loyal listeners we say a big thank you and happy anniversary thank you thank five you. years thank you. Woo! we'll be back real soon